upon a star. Now we want you to share with us our latest and greatest dream. Disneyland. Just go to Action Park, there's no other park like it. Six Flags Great Adventure. It's not a world away. Paramount's Kings Island. We will officially open Universal Studios Florida. Hello, I'm Michael Eisner. Now, here is your host. Hi, welcome back to the Defunct Land Podcast. My name is Kevin Perger. Today, we will be having our post-episode discussion on Nara Dreamland and everything Japan theme parks. Today, I'm joined by Scott, who lives in Japan. Scott, um, how are you doing today? It's a beautiful day right now. Actually, today is a very special day. Uh, I don't want to give away that what day you actually filmed this on or recorded this on, <laughs> but it's called Setsubun. And today is the day that people dress up like demons or Japanese oni, and they come into people's houses, like the father dress up as oni, and kids throw beans at the at the oni. And they say, uh, basically in English, uh, Demons out, good in. The only represent um, uh, uh, disease and pestilence and bad negative feelings, and they're hoping for good, uh, good to come into uh, to their life for the rest of the year. So it's a demon holiday today. It's it's pretty cool. So there's bean throwing festivals all around Japan today. It's called Setsubun. It's literally the changing of the season from from uh, uh, winter to to spring. Well, that's very exciting, and I'm glad you have a lot of energy, because today we are going to talk about everything Japan. Um, so to start off, just a little introduction about Scott. Scott, I saw you have been commenting on Defunct Land for quite some time now, um, and I knew that you were, uh, you were from or lived in Japan um, based on some of your suggestions on what to do videos on. So uh, just tell me a little bit about yourself and how you found, found the channel and just every uh, theme parks you visited, just anything, any way you want to introduce yourself. Wonderful. Okay, I got, I got the mic for a minute. Oh, boy, I feel like Macho Man Randy Savage. Uh, so uh, I've been a theme park fan my entire life. I'm originally from a place called Florida. I don't, you probably never heard of it. it uh, they have a ton of theme parks there. Uh, when I was a kid, I was taken to Disney, and then eventually I moved up to Orlando. I went to all the parks, uh, mostly stayed in Orlando. I, I got to go to California once to go see some of the, the, the like Disneyland and Universal Studios, but I'm a huge, huge fan of Halloween and the seasonal events that come with Halloween. Maybe not so much Disney seasonal events, but Universal's, because they do... A top-notch job with their Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, and pace you yourself, to... Scott. Pace yourself. Yeah, we've got a Sorry. we've we've got some things to cover. Okay, well, anyway, I like I like the haunted events, and I do. You want, okay, go back to your dozo, as they say out here. Um. So the, let's just start with your. So what was the? Um. So you moved to Japan. Um, yeah. When was this around? Ah, uh, this was around August of 2015. I remember it like three years ago. It's a great time. Two, two and a half years ago. It was a wonderful time. It was the best times. It was the worst times. Uh, I actually didn't know where I was going to go, and I ended up in a little town called Osaka, which if New York would be Tokyo, Osaka would be L.A., and Osakans are kind of like the Americans of Japan. Don't quote me on that, but they're more fun than Tokyo. <laughs> um, and so did you have any connection with the country beforehand? Were you just interested in the culture? What made you want to make that move? One day I was just sitting on my couch and I was like, oh, I'll just apply for these things. And I got a call back 
I got a couple other calls back, and then a couple months later, I was on a plane, hand to Japan. It was it was just one of those things that kind of fell in my lap, and uh, now I'm really enjoying it. It's that easy. Just a couple phone calls, and now you're in Japan. Oh. So maybe not that easy, then? There's there's some hoops you have to go through, um, and, like, you – like. It's a big change. Like it's it's the removal of uh, everything that you you know, and then you go into a completely foreign situation because you're living in a foreign country. I um I spent the first month here like, oh, I made a mistake. Well, I had tons of friends, and now I'm living here, and I can see things. But I, I like it takes a while. It takes a while to get over that hump, and some people never get over that hump. Some people can't do that. Well, it's. I mean, anytime you move to a part of the world that you're not familiar with, you can experience a lot of loneliness. I'm, sh- I'm sure, um, and especially Japan is 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 my don't I don't want to misquote here, but is this isn't it Japan considered the loneliest country? Oh, didn't didn't wasn't there a YouTuber that came to Japan recently? I no, swear, no, no, no not about no, no, no. Let's not get get into that. I mean, we don't want to we oh. don't want to call upon all of YouTube to this video. Um, or oh. this podcast, I should say. No, I, I swear there was like there was something in the news recently about a certain YouTuber. Anyway, yeah, um, there there is a lot of um, uh, a lot of stigma when it comes to Japan about um, uh, preserving to yourself. They say that they have masks. Like there's there's the mask that you show the world, and there's the mask that you show to yourself. I said in a video that was three masks, but I might have been wrong. It might only be two masks. Um, so you sh- like. There's a lot of face value here, and there's a lot of privacy. Like you can, you can kind of just disappear out here. But the the theme parks are amazing because that's what we're here to talk about. Let me tell you about that. Also, there's a theme park next to this forest, next to Mount Mount Fuji that a that a certain YouTuber went to. I, can I talk about that? It's really really. Cool. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I, uh, <laughs> we'll come back. We'll come back to that later. Yeah, not, we'll not the if, forest, if we have not the time. Forest, the theme park. The, oh, the, the theme oh, park. The, I don't okay. Want, I don't want to talk about the forest. Are you kidding me? That's uh, that's that's a that's a hot button commodity right now. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I I pretty. It seems as though yeah. Let's just let let's talk about the theme park. Um, uh, okay. Well, the, later. Later, we'll go back to that. After we, we, we were, there's a focus. You, you said that we wanted to talk about a focus today. What, what are we talking about? Um, we. Well, I wanted to. I think I. I don't know where we started. Um, th- we started around you being one of the first people to comment on Defunct Land, I believe. Oh. Oh yeah. I love your stuff. Uh, and I'm not trying to blow smoke up your. Uh, honky tonk, but honky tonk. Uh, like uh, the first, the first video I saw of you was Alien Encounter. Big fan of of the ride. Did the ride when I was a kid. It was a lot of fun. It was a surreal experience, and it's fun to see you to tie into Alien. And and there was that there's that guy. He he run the company at the time. That was my fist coming together, by the way. Um, <laughs> Mikey, Mikey, Mister um, Michael. Work for another big Michael Eisner. You like talking about him a lot. Um, every I don't know why. every chance I get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wanted to make the park scary. He wanted to make it scary for the kids. And he did a great job on that, and I really enjoyed your um, video on Back to the Future, where you actually mentioned me. I was so happy about that because I was there for the last day of the Back to the Future ride. Um, man, that was uh, almost two years ago now. It, it got erased. Yeah. Existence. So let's just start. Let's see. Let's start with Tokyo Disneyland. Uh, the oh, uh, that is fun park. 
Um, then we'll move on to Disney Sea. Then we'll go to Universal Studios Japan, and then we'll talk about whatever we have to talk about on any other theme park in Japan. I know there's a lot. I know there's some very elaborate ones, some very uh, thrilling ones, and we can also finish our discussion with a little bit on Nara Dreamland. I know that you've never been there. I've never been there. Um, actually, actually, hold on, hold on. Uh, last week, I went to Nara, Nara Dreamland, um, and I went to Nara Dreamland. I wasn't there for, for it open, and I just threw out a video. We'll talk about that a little later. I'll talk about what 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 okay. is the current state of Nara Dreamland, because you're at, once you enter there, you're in a land of ripoffs, knockoffs, and uh, broken dreams. <laughs> Welcome. Well, it was it was originally supposed to be a Disney park, and then yeah. last minute, last minute. So, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm going to say the word Tokyo Disneyland, and then I'm going to let you say whatever you think of after that word or those like words. First, like just one. Do I have to say one thing? Uh, no, no, you can, no, not just one, and this isn't like a psychological oh. exercise. It, Sorry, I, I'm having a hard time here. <laughs> no, no, we're just, I'm just going to say Tokyo Disneyland, and then once I say that for, like, definitively, you can just talk about whatever you want on that park, because I have never had the pleasure of going to Japan, so I am just going to say right now, Tokyo Disneyland. 1980s. Uh, it feels like Disney in the 1980s. Like, you you go to uh, a, a, the Sleeping or sorry, Snow White ride, the ride looks like it was made in the 1980s. There's no real uh, changes on those rides. They're, they're the, almost the same thing. Tomorrowland has the original, like, two waterfalls that are coming there, coming down. They got Space Mountain. They've got a turtle or a Stitch Talk attraction there. Um, but it's it mostly looks like original Disney. And with a couple of changes, uh, Haunted Mansion is the uh, Florida version. But the outside of it is destroyed. Obviously, they didn't get the memo that Walt Disney wanted the ghost to take care of the inside and the outside be taken care of by them because the outside looks like it's destroyed. It, it's actually pretty cool. Um, Space Mountain is there. Splash Mountain is there. Um, no no Matterhorn. There's no Matterhorn in, in, um, in Tokyo Disneyland. Uh, no Sky Skyway either. But um, – they have some original attractions. They they have a Winnie the Pooh's uh, Honey Hunt, which uh, is kind of like. Have you been to Antarctica? In have you been to the country Antarctica? Have you been into Antarctica and SeaWorld? Been into Antarctica? Been to the, the, been to the, SeaWorld? I I have never Orlando. gone. To, I've never been to a oh. SeaWorld park um, for, uh, for a variety of reasons. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, getting off that subject, it's a trackless. Traffic tra- trackless vehicle ride that three um three vehicles uh go off at the same time and you get to tell hear the story of Winnie the Pooh. I got a pretty good ride video of it uh up on my channel. Not to not to promote myself, but it's it's pretty cool. It's a unique ride. Yeah, you're shameless plug. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> um, uh, there's the haunted mansion changes for um for uh the Jack's uh Nightmare for Christmas thing the 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 holiday, um holiday changeover it's pretty cool it's fun but i don't know if they've updated it like i know uh hollywood or uh, disneyland it changes every year there's something new i i've only seen it once so i can't comment if it if it changes uh, it's very cool though it's really cute uh is there anything else oh pirates of the caribbean is a, it's a fun uh mix between the florida park and the um and the uh, the uh, California Park, because California Park has two drops. This has one drop, but it has that extended ending where the pirates are shooting the barrels. Then all of a sudden, there's a this, this Jack Sparrow guy at the end. He's like, "How are you doing? I'm Jack Sparrow. How are you doing? Hey, 
Everyone's speaking English, except for the beginning. They're all speaking uh, Japanese, and then it's like, hey, I do yo-ho, yo-ho. Oh, it's all English. Okay, cool. I, I can understand this. I got it. Yeah, yeah. And so have you picked up Japanese? Have you, are A you... little. Like, I've been here for two years, two and a half years, and recently I've started, like, really studying, like, Choto Banko. Choto Dake, Nihongo Hanasu. I think I screwed that up. I speak a little of um, Japanese. And... Um... And so when you uh, when you go to the parks, Disney, there's a mix between English and ja- Japanese uh, as far as dialogue and ride announcements and different things. Uh, most of the rides, like the physical rides themselves, are in Japanese. I've had some people say, like, I want to go on Back to the Future. Well, Back to the Future is so open. Can they do the English version for me? I'm like, I'm sorry. It's Japan. You don't go to, you don't go to like, to Spain. Like, hey, everybody, can you change this ride just for me? I mean, it'd be nice. No, no it doesn't happen that way, you know? But um, some rides do have um, uh, English and Japanese and Chinese. Um, sometimes you get French. Sometimes you do get French. But there is um, a little bit of bilingual. And at the theme parks, um, English is a mandatory subject for like uh, at least five years right now in Japanese schools. So there's a basic understanding of English. And sometimes if you have a, a problem, there may be a problem with uh, communicating, but they try their best. But some in Japanese culture, they don't like to say the word no. So if you go to a hotel and you didn't book it and you say like, do you have vacancies tonight? They might like. Ha, 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 and they won't say no to you. And you just have to kind of figure it out. That's just cultural. And so have you. Have you kind of fallen in love with the Japanese culture? The, uh, the do you, do you like most of the differences that you've seen? Do you are you? I mean, you're still there. Is this just because uh, you signed some sort of contract? Do you have to be there for that long, or is it because you well, just I, love it, or is it a combination? Is, you know, it's, it's one of those one of those things that you you come here and you really enjoy it, and and some people hate it. Like some people can't stand it, but a lot of people try to speak English. Some people are like, nah, it's not my thing. Um, and I'm trying to speak the, the language. The more you give, the more you get. You know. So the more, the more, you, the, the, the scenery is beautiful. The seasons are nice, except when it's too cold and too hot. <laughs> uh, fall is the best time to come to, to come to Japan. If you're, if you're ever interested to come to Japan, come in fall. Everyone comes in spring for the, uh, the, the um, uh, sakura, the cherry blossoms changing. But I recommend the leaves changing. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But it's, it's a beautiful country. It's very, it's very nice. And you can kind of just like do your own thing. You can really do your own thing. Yeah, and so um, so before we move on to Universal Studios, um, do you want to talk about Disney Sea? Well, we can talk about Disney Sea. Let's talk, well, actually before we move on to Disney Sea, let's talk about more of Tokyo Disneyland. Um, this okay. was the first international park to be built. Um, is it showing its age? Is it is it does it seem to not be as updated or paid as? Uh, do they not pay attention to it as much? So, or do you think that Disney continues to update it? Because honestly, I don't know as much about the international parks as I do as the ones in the states, and that that's completely on me. Um, so, I'm just curious as to the park management, how it's how the, how the upkeep is. Because what I've heard from a lot of Amer- United States guests, and this isn't just Tokyo Disneyland. Um, actually, a lot of this goes towards Disneyland Paris. Is that um, the management's a lot different? Um, they're not as strict about things such as like trash on the ground, things like that. I just didn't know. Um, how the management ran, it, how how Tokyo Disneyland runs today. Uh, so Tokyo Disneyland isn't actually owned by Disney. It's a franchise uh, from the uh, Oriental Land Company. And 
even though the rides don't get the same updates, like I think for Star Tours, they want some they want some more updates. And uh, to by the boy, the Monster Inc. Uh, hide and go seek ride, freaking amazing! It's really cool, fun little ride. Um, with a very interesting twist, like you have a flashlight and you're trying to see all the monsters. And like, really, it doesn't matter. You could just sit there and just enjoy the ride or participate. But like I said, Snow White and some of those rides, they look like they're in the 1980s, but they're well kept up. It's, there's a pride to their stuff. Like it's, it's got to look this way. This is how it opens. So let's make it look this way. Let's keep it this way. The quality is very good in Japan. Um, at least for the Disney company, I would say the quality is, is very, very good, very high. Yeah, and so, of course, we've seen that, um, especially Disney Sea, because that's considered the best Disney park ever, um, as far as, you know, layout and planning goes. Um, and just the theming is so amazing. Um, but if we could back up still to just Tokyo Disneyland, uh, what's your favorite ride at that park? Oh, I would say probably the oh man, Big Thunder Mountain's fun. I I, I liked I like doing the canoeing for some reason. That was fun. Uh, oh come on, uh, probably probably Haunted Mansion because it's cool. It's Haunted Mansion, man. I like I like that ride a lot. Um, it's more based on the Florida version, so the the stretching room does not take you down into the ground, uh, but it does stretch up. It's it's mostly the same ride, but I, I I like the Haunted Mansion. No matter where you go, it's a fun ride. Haven't done Small World yet. It's every time I've gone, it's been closed. Oh really? Um, well, yeah. if it's anything like the United States versions, you're not missing much. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, what is your least favorite ride? Would you say from Tokyo Disneyland? Um, least favorite ride, probably. Uh, I like Pinocchio, but I think um, the Snow White ride because at the end of the ride, the uh, they have to wait till everyone gets off the ride, like you know the 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 pacing. So they send people, and then you're in the middle of the ride, and you stop. And then you, okay, you see the social scene, but it's supposed to go as you're moving, but you stop. So that ride has like a, I guess maybe I caught it at a bad time. Uh, and the lines can be ridiculous. For in any Japanese park, the lines could be lines could be pretty ridiculous, especially for shows. People wait like three hours for some like shows that only go once or twice a day. Um, so sometimes it's hard to see stuff because in Asia, they love, they love the shows. Love them. Yeah, and so what is your favorite original Tokyo Disney? It's specific to Tokyo Disneyland. Oh, that would be uh, Monster Seek, Ride and Go Seek. Okay, what's uh, your second? Second, I, well, I guess it's a poo poo. Or do, are we doing talking Disney Sea or, or just Disneyland? Just just Tokyo Disneyland. What is oh, your? Uh, I, I, well, I I'm not even sure how many there are off the top of my uh, head. Uh, Winnie, Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, just because it's unique and it's, it's, you can't see it anywhere else. Like I would really recommend as soon as you get there, get a fast pass for that and fast pass, fast pass for Monster Inc. Then either run to that ride. By the way, right now, as the recording of this, uh, this uh, episode's on, they still have paper fast passes. So after two hours, you can get a new fast pass or it expires. Oh, so that's great. Get there early. Yeah. Oh, old fast pass system. Yeah. Um, and so. Yeah, so we can move on. If you, if you don't, do you have anything else to say about Tokyo Disneyland? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing that's really interesting about Tokyo Disneyland is it's right next to the sea. Um, I don't, and I, I know Tokyo Disney Sea, haha. But like literally, if it's on an island, you look to the right when you're coming off the monorail. I'm sorry, the train to uh, Tokyo Disneyland uh, Park. Uh, you can see the ocean right there, and I don't know if you've seen any Japanese movies, but there's this chap. His name is Godzilla. And they should just brace for that. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, okay, so if 
we can move on to Disney Sea, the uh, the glorious Disney park that is either everyone's favorite or the one that nobody even knows exists. Um, yeah, <laughs> because you know it's it's not recognizable to everyone here in the states. You have this giant volcanic structure, um, some rides that are just absolutely original. So talk to me a little bit about um, Disney Sea. So when you say that it's completely un, unoriginal or like like not uh, memorable to anybody, you think about that. But at the same time, that was uh, part of uh, one of the uh, Disney Imagineers' idea for the revitalization of of Tomorrowland. Am I not right with the with the, the Jules Verne inspired uh, mountain? Am I am I wrong there? I, they wanted to do that, and that's what they kind of did with um, uh, uh, Disney Paris, Disneyland Paris. It was like yeah, a, they, they the, did Discovery the, Land in Paris. No, you're right. The uh, the you're talking about the the Jules Verne properties in Tokyo. Disney yes, Sea. Yes. Uh, yeah. Then that everybody and that Discovery Bay by Tony Baxter was supposed to happen. Yes. That was Jules Verne. You got Discovery Land in Paris. That was Jules Verne, and then there was some Jules Verne esque inspiration, steampunk. Steampunk style design, bronze in Tomorrowland 1994, all happening in the early 90s, late, well, sorry, Discovery Bay was late 70s. Anyway, yes, you are correct. The Jules Verne is a very tied into Disney parks and the Disney property. And even though this might be the, no, not the first Jules Verne uh, property, because obviously in um, the, the uh, spaceship or space, space mountain in, uh, in France is very Jules Verne from the earth to the moon. Uh, in um, Horizons, Jules Verne actually had an animatronic, uh, uh, like an actual animatronic with a chicken in a rocket, if I'm not incorrect. Mm-hmm. Okay, anyway, so we're talking about Jules Verne. Uh, the Mount Prometheus is so cool because it erupts every once in a while, and inside of the mountain, there's two attractions. Uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, which is is uh, hosted by Captain Nemo, and the little tiny subs, I forget the name, I think the subs are called Neptunes, um, and you there's actually no real water, like you don't dive into water, but it's simulated, and there's also the original attraction... Um, uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth, which is a very beautiful animatronic ride, has uh, a couple of scary moments, and then it's, and then there's a, a fly out of the mountain. You see the entire park for like a second, and it's over. It's a, it's a fun dark throw ride, uh, lower on the throw ride, but it's a it's a fun ride. And, but it's all themed to Captain Nemo, and they even mentioned one of the restaurants there is Volcania, and you can see the original um, Nemo sub that's featured in Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea there. Um, that's not at the bottom of, of a lagoon in, uh, um, Castaway Key. Uh, Castaway Key or sold for scrap metal. And actually they have boats that go through the entire property. And, and one of the boats pass goes in the middle of, uh, the, the, um, the Mount Prometheus. It's pretty cool. Also people say, oh, I don't know anything about this. I don't know. There's no Disney properties there. And then there's uh, there's uh, the uh, Agrabah section, which isn't called Agrabah. They have the Sinbad ride, which is their version of Small World. And it's got the most catchy ja- – even in, in Japanese, the song is so catchy. And it's, it's Small World Plus. It tells a really fun story with some amazing animatronics. There's a genie that's as tall as the building. And it's a s- slow-moving – uh, boat ride, one of the few rides you're actually allowed to film on, and they have a show that features Genie and live actors. Every like 15 minutes, there's a show that does it combines magic, like real practical magic, and also um, uh, uh, 3D effects with live actors. And they put their heart and soul in this. Even in Japanese, it's a funny show. It's really well done. 
And if you have kids, the Little Mermaid area, King Triton's kingdom is incredible, incredible because inside, inside of it, uh, is, is an all indoor um, Little Mermaid area. And they have like small teacup style rides. They have like a, uh, a ride that just goes up and down like you're in a jellyfish. They have a Little Mermaid show and they have walk around characters. That's one thing you'll notice in Disneyland, a lot of the characters, or in, in Tokyo, even though there's a lot of people, they walk around and there isn't really a line. They just kind of come up and like, oh, you come on over here in Japan. That's just kind of like, come as you are. Like uh, that Kurt Cobain guy said, he said, come as you are as of, and they also have a uh, great little play zone for for the kids it's it's interesting they have an ursa little kingdom where you can see the um the eels uh Frotsam and jetsam like talking to you in japanese a little creepy uh what else is there um uh, they have uh, right next to mount prometheus they have like this leonardo da vinci's uh workshop and there's a mystery game that you have to go around to try and stop the the uh um the uh, mountain, the volcano from exploding. And you actually go around and find these clues, which are really like, okay, go here, do something here. No matter what, you're going to go to the, you're going to find the clue. It's really, really simple. And it's fun. They give you a map. They give you a free souvenir from that. They also have tower of terror, which is uh, the first original um, change tower of terror. Uh, Terra, Terra, Terra. New Jersey accent coming out here. It's the Tower of Terror. That this collector, he took a Zulu figure and <laughs> it, it killed him. And now you're stuck with a Zulu figure. The pre-show is incredible. The ride is fun. The ride's like Tower of Terror, except there's a Zulu figure coming out at you. And it's it's not 13 stories. Don't tell anyone. They have an Indiana Jones attraction, which is themed to Indiana Jones. And wait for it, the most popular movie and the Temple of the Crystal Skull. You like that movie? You like? You oh like yeah, Jazz? I love Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, yeah. They call it the Temple of the Crystal Skull because it was made before the movie, so it's not canon. <laughs> oh. No. Uh, wait, a Disney park ride based off a of Lucasfilm isn't canon? Yeah, uh, they have a they have a plane. I'm still re- waiting for my Rex cameo in the new Han Solo movie this year. Rex, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. What? 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 Do you, what I don't get that Star reference. Star Tours. I don't, I don't... Star Tours. The original oh. Star Tours. He's there. He's there in Disneyland, by the way. He's is there, he? even though they in, in the queue, and they have hitchhiking robots there. I always, I always know it's a, I, I, I imagine Rex is a he, but it always seems very, fat, uh, like it sounds like a, a female's voice voicing it's Rex. It's Paul Rubin, you know, you know. Well, yeah, I know. I it's, uh, doesn't make me feel like it's any more masculine. Not that I care whether it's a male or <laughs> it feels. It feels very droid because it is genderless, which. Props to them for coming up with a voice that is genderless. But um, so yeah, anything else on Disney Sea? They have they have a plane that says C three PO on it right next to the Temple of the Crystal Skull. That's cool because um, they did that in the uh, and they did that in Raiders in the opening scene. There's also a club and the second one called Club Obi Wan. They're so they're so clever. Um, uh, and there's uh, the the uh, the like almost a copy of the Temple or Indiana Jones ride in um, France. The looping roller coaster they call it the uh raging spirits and it doesn't go backwards but it's a loop it's it's a okay attraction also uh toy story midway mania is worth talking about because you go into woody's mouth a la crusty land uh, in uh, universal studios florida and hollywood ah oh that's cool it's it looks like 19 1920s like uh fun house boardwalk yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And also, 
Last thing about that park, when they were designing that park, they wanted uh, Tokyo Disneyland to be like for all families and everything. And they wanted Tokyo Disney Sea to be more of a older park, kind of like an exploration, kind of like Epcot, like more calm rides. Like even the thrill rides aren't aren't like super thrilling with the exception of the one ride that loops you upside down. But they were making this for older generations. And that's does that still show? I know they've changed a lot. They've added, you know, more IPs, which is a dirty word around Defunct Land, but the um, and does it still feel as though it's the adult park of the two? I mean, with the exception of the exception of um, uh, 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 the Toy Story Midway Mania, it feels like a pretty adult park. Uh, uh, the uh, future area, which is uh, Hyperion Bay, maybe it might be Hyperion Bay. Uh, they have like a, a trackless ride vehicle that goes in the water. It's very safe. It's very easy. And they just put in the uh, door of the Explorer, or sorry, door of the Explorer. Um, uh, uh, finding Finding Dora. Uh, finding Dory. Dordori! Hey! Find um, You and Dora does sound like a good movie, though. Everyone's going to love it. It's going to be big, Kevin. It's going to be big. Indoor <laughs> plumbing, man. Um, and so, let's let's move on to Universal Studios Japan. Woo! I love that park. I was just there uh, last night, actually. Did a live stream from there. Oh, um, awesome. So, s- tell me a little bit about it. Tell me, uh, uh, just tell me anything. I Again, I know so little about the Japan parks. I'm so interested. So, um... Uh, maybe about four years ago, Universal Studios Japan was the park that you go to to warm up for Disney. And uh, it, it features some some time capsules in there. At, at the time, literally time capsules. Back to the Future was there. That closed about two years ago. They still have Jaws. They have Backdraft. They have... Um, uh, they have uh, Terminator. So the only two places you can do the full version of Jaws, not the um, the studio tour version of jaws and um full version of backdraft and terminator um so you can actually see that it's all in japanese and it's a little dated but people seem to like it in jap and uh, arnold schwarzenegger has a really funny um japanese accent he's you know you think you're gonna hear oh, 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 terminator this. you know like like like, uh, like not like stereotypical but he's, he's powerful he's powerful um, also they had ET at the time, uh, they changed it to a ride called space fantasy, which is a indoor roller coaster, uh, where you have to restart the sun. Um, the princess of the universe tries to get you on a, get you to reset the sun. So the world will be safe. And it's an indoor roller coaster that spins two carts go at a time and spins around. It's a lot of fun. And recently they changed it to, um, um, uh, space fantasy with the band dreams come true, who you probably don't know, they're a J-pop band, but they did music for a little game called Sonic the Hedgehog. So kind of interesting Japanese uh, band there. They've been around for a very, very long time. Uh, the Jurassic Park area is huge. It's the same ride. They have the Jurassic Park River Adventure, which is a, almost exactly the same as the one in Florida, but it's flipped. It's the mirror image. So instead of going right, you go left. So you start to the left instead of going to the right. I'm not sure why, but maybe that was just spacing. They also have a ride now called the Flying Dinosaur, which is super unique. It's a uh, it's the longest flying roller coaster in um, the world. Uh, very similar to the ride Manta in SeaWorld Orlando, which we will not talk about anymore. And uh, <laughs> uh, they have a kid's land that used to be Oz, and they had a musical for uh, Wicked there, which I assume was in Japanese. Wasn't there for that. Um, and now it's uh, Universal Wonderland, which had 
previously before uh, Snoopy, um, Snoopy uh, like Dumbo Ride and Snoopy Studios, which has the uh, little roller coaster in it and a play area for kids. They changed the Wizard of Oz area into like uh, Wonderland, which now has uh, Hello Kitty, uh, where you can meet Hello Kitty. She speaks to you in Japanese or in English, depending on if you're English or Japanese speaking. And uh, they also have a, tea, uh, a teacup ride, which is like... Uh, uh, cupcakes, which will make you sick. They have a play area for little kids and like a skateboard ride with Elmo, a carousel, and an uh, original character they made for the park for Sesame Street called Mopsy, which um, they branded for that. They also have a ride where you can see um, a show, I'm sorry, a show called, uh, the they call it the Monsters Rock and Roll Show. Yeah. And guess, guess what? It's the same thing, except uh, uh, Beetlejuice... Uh, comes out and he says uh, jokes in Japanese to warm up the crowd, and it's an old version of uh, the Rock and Roll Review, which I think you did a video on during Halloween, I believe. That was the Halloween special. I would have got you footage for that. If you would have asked nicely, I would have said, <laughs> no problem, I'll be there tomorrow. I, I, sh- I, I, will, I will reach out the next time I'm looking for some footage. Um, no problem. Because uh, that would be great to get some footage. I've never done that before. I know a lot of YouTubers, um, not to name any names, but Disney Dan it has little plants in all the cities to make, to get the uh, to get his footage. And I go to the internet and just give credit to whoever's video I use. It's, for it's an easier move. It's right, a lot it's easier. easier. And you know, it gets but, some exposure to those people. Hopefully, like you know, you should come to. Oh, sorry, sorry. I'm 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 cutting you off. Go ahead. No, no, sorry. no. That was it. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Exposure people. Go, 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 go. No, no, that was it. That was it. I, I was done. Okay. Go ahead. But uh, if you come to uh, if you come to Japan, um, you can go on the Jaws ride, and they'll say Same. Same means shark. So you can say, hey, look, there's a shark, shark, shark. <laughs> and everyone will laugh. The Japanese will be so upset with you. Oh. <laughs> same, 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 right? Same, Same, Same. There you go. Well, do you have anything else on Universal Studios Japan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's the base. Recently, they just put in um, uh, Minion Mayhem, and it's fun. Their their seasonal event is the reason to go to Universal Studios Japan. Every, like, six or three months, they change the events. So right now, they're doing Universal Cool Japan. That Hollywood Dream, or sorry, Hollywood Dream, they have a roller coaster, another roller coaster that you can pick your song and everything. But um, the... Um, and they also have Harry Potter, which is cool, too. It's the same as the one in Florida and I believe the one in California. Um, but they have uh, Universal Studios Cool Japan. They change rides around. Like right now, the um, Space Fantasy ride is themed to Final Fantasy VII. It's a VR ride, and it changes every year. Last year, it was uh, Evangelion. The year before that, it was based off a, a J-pop star called Kerry Pommy Pommy, ride, a VR ride. They have... Um, one year I got to do the uh, uh, Biohazard, which is Resident Evil, the Escape, which is an escape room with live zombies walking around. This is the middle of uh, of, uh, of of February, you know, zombies and stuff, trying to do an escape room. Um, they do things towards Monster Hunter and Dragon Quest, and they're going to have a Sailor Moon uh, 3D attraction coming too. And then uh, for summer, they do jump summer. They have a, the Waterworld show that they have changes into a one-piece show. You actually have to pay 20 extra dollars to see that. It's an hour-long show. And One Piece is a huge show anime in Japan about a kid that wants to be the king of the pirates. And they've been doing it for like 10, 15 years. I, I, don't quote me on that. It's been open for 
for for 16 years now. So I don't. I think it may be like 10 <laughs> or maybe less. But they they put maybe even maybe even like five. But they put on a show with these anime characters. And Halloween Horror Nights is incredible out there. Um, for have you ever been to Halloween Horror Nights before? I I have not. I was gonna go this year for the first time, and then I chickened out because. Uh, I, I don't like spooky things. Oh, man, dude. Like, out here, they go to the nth degree to scare you because you're not only going – like, in Florida, you go in in a big conga line or, as we say, um, uh, meat meat line, you know, because you are the meat. And it's just like a conga line of people and like, oh, there's a guy up there. I see you. But out here, most of the haunted houses, they separate you. So you go in like six at a time. So what you're seeing – no one else sees until you see it. It's so good. And like they get in your face. They get they get pretty good. And people can dress up at these events. Sometimes the costumes are scarier than the actual scare actors. It's incredible. <laughs> well, do they scare the actors? I wouldn't say that because if you do that, you'll get kicked out. They'll be like, hey, this is a fun time, Nay, but don't don't do that because that's the that's the point where you know fists come out or like in Florida they there's there's a rule that you can't dress up and there's there's a guideline you know rules are made to be broken sometimes like if you dress up like a character but no face paint or something because they allow you to do face painting in the park Japan you can come into the park with face paint on it's a cosplay friendly park recently they've cut down with the swords and the guns and stuff because people used to take big fake swords into the park but it's a cosplayer's dream I saw a guy dressed up like Captain America with a shield I saw I've seen Deadpool with guns I saw you know they they, they own Spider-Man out there and they also have a a Gotham reference because at one point in time Universal was going to do a, um, a thing with DC but that's a story for another day. Um, uh, like there's a, a Gotham Ice place. But you can see people dressed up from all different uh, things that in America, they'd be like, no, nah, you can't come in because we don't own that property. And we, people might get confused by you. Like at Disney for um, Christmas, for Halloween, you can dress up, but you can't form a line. Out here, it's like, yeah, take pictures, have fun. They don't care. Well, that's awesome. Um, so in the last bit of this discussion – Let's just get into Nara Dreamland. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And we can talk about this for uh, for a little bit, and then we can uh, wrap up because for you, what time is it right now? It's oh, believe me, it's nothing, man. It's nothing. It's 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 eight or to say not eight. It's it's uh, it's uh, I don't know nine nine. It's nine. Yeah. Nine a.m. Nine a.m. Nine nine a.m. No, it can't be nine a.m. It's it's twelve a.m. Twelve twelve p.m. Twelve p.m. Sorry, those My are time. very different things. And for me, it's, it's for me, it's 10 p.m., um, which uh, I'm fine with. You know, I stay up all night. I do nothing but edit videos all my life. Um, but I just I found it very interesting, the the time change, um, because when uh, a little behind the scenes, we were I, I DM'd you on Twitter. And for everyone listening, um, it was very difficult to tell which time zone we were talking about, um, because it's, it's fairly simple when you're talking about. Um, you know, four or five hours, or even if you try to go with Europe and I mean, very simple to, but once you get to about 10 hours, it is right in that 10 to 14 or 10 to 14 is basically the same thing in that area. You're very confused on wait. So is that today or tomorrow or yesterday? You know, so it was very, we very lucky. We ended up figuring out this logic puzzle as you called it. And we ended up doing this podcast together on time, and we both of us knew what time we were talking about, which is very important. Yes. So, um, so there's a little anecdote. 
moving on from that, let's finish up this discussion with Nara Dreamland. Um, mm. I just did an episode on it. Uh, tell me a little bit about um, what you researched yourself um, for. Hopefully I can use some of this in the episode because I'm filming, the, we are recording this before. And also, let's, <laughs> yeah, no, the, well, the magic is gone. Um, ah! Ah! Uh, so the, uh, and then we can talk a little bit about your trip to Nara Dreamland. So just, uh, you just speak. Okay. Uh, Nara Dreamland was, uh, made in the 1960s. Uh, and you probably know about this. I'm just going to give a little brief overlay about the past. Nara Dreamland made in the 1960s. Uh, he, the gentleman whose name is Kunizu Matsuo, um, went to a trip to Disneyland, saw, saw Disneyland said, Whoa, this would be great. In Japan, this would be wonderful. In Japan, uh, had a deal with with Disney going on, talking to Imagineers about making the park. Then there was a licensing issue, and the idea kind of dropped out. But they were like, "Hey, let's still make it. Let's still go. Let's make it. Let's make it happen." So that's that's how Nara Dreamland came to be. Like an idea, they came together and they decided, Let, "Well, let's still go with it. It'll make it our park." They decided, "We'll make our own original characters." And yes, I mean, what is it? Um, What's the word? Uh, uh, when you when you joke about something, uh, it's it's I don't know it, it, the, the the it's 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 the mock Disney park. It definitely was the mock Disney park, and it was one of the first faux mock Disney parks photo, in the world. Are you thinking of like faux Disney park or the uh, rip off copycat? Uh, yeah, yeah, those kind of things. Uh, so Kevin, I'm talking a lot in this. I got a question for you. Okay. Oh wow. This is this might be the first time a guest has ever asked me a question. This is exciting. Why did they pick Nara and not Tokyo? Oh geez. Uh, um, full disclosure: um, Noah Randall wrote the script for this episode, so any facts I'm going to get wrong completely fall into her. Um, no big deal. But uh, I I don't remember. I just read her script. That's, um, that's fine. Nara. Uh, so before, so Tokyo is the capital now. Before that, it was Kyoto, um, which is oh, the... Oh, yes, uh, yes. Now I remember because this was one of the original capitals of Japan. Yes. Yes, okay. Yes. Go on, sorry. So right next to, um, right next to, uh, uh, Nara Dreamland, even today, there is some amazing world heritage sites in this area. There's, uh, the... The biggest Buddha in Asia, Brown's Buddha in Asia, that in the early 600s bankrupted the country of Japan because it was so expensive. Uh, there's some temples that like do fire, um, fire initiations, and there's a big, um, a big event every year where they actually burn an entire mountain to quell the spirits that are inside of it. That's why I went to Nara Dreamland because I happen to be in the same day. They call it Yamayaki, like Mounting Burning Matsuri Festival. And there's uh, Hanabi uh, fireworks, and uh, and they burn an entire mountain. It's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty amazing. Uh, so there was a lot of culture there, and he wanted the uh, the, the the man, the Japanese businessman, businessman Kuniso Matsuo, uh, wanted to bring people to the original center of Japan, the cultural center of Japan, other than just Tokyo, because this is post World War II. They want to bring people to Japan, and when it opened. A lot of people came. A lot of people came. And then um, when, when they first opened, hmm. uh, so yeah, there's that. They, they had their own flying saucers, but it's those lame, like, car bumper car things, 
like you pull one lever, go left, pull one lever, go right, go pull both to go forward. It wasn't like the, the flying saucers at Disneyland or uh, Luigi's flying tires. Um, later on, they had, um, they had the, uh, Suka, uh, the, the Motkuse Costa Asaka, which is the cyclone ride built by Inaman. They had a submarine voyage ride there that was closed by the nineties. Um, they, they had uh, the mock Main Street um, there with Cinderella or Sleeping, Sleeping Beauty Castle. They had the Matterhorn with the Skyway that went through it. They had um, a haunted house that if you went through an exit door, you could go through the center of the Matterhorn bobsled ride. <laughs> you could just look up, oh, there's the roller coaster. Um, uh, the haunted house had like a cliche witch in front of it too. Pretty cool. Um, yeah, and they had, a, they had a monorail that went around the future area. Uh, only the future of Tomorrowland area, and they had a train station that was mocked of um, of uh, 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 the, the 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 main part of uh, Disneyland always has the train, and they also serve beer at the property. A fun fact. Yeah, they had they had a lot of weird stuff, and we talk about that in the episode. Um, and so you recently went there, and yeah, yeah, I yeah. talk about in the episode, you know, what's left, but firsthand, what's left. So at the recording of this episode, I went one week ago, okay? And um, what's there now is the uh, area, the, the support store, not the support, the uh, base for the um, uh, train station, like the Disneyland train station. And the uh, tunnel that goes underneath that would take you into uh, uh, Nara Dreamland. And the parking lot's still there, but mostly it's all gone. There's a couple water towers in the back. They, they're actually building it for residential housing. However, if you go behind the property, uh, which I never went in, I never stepped foot in property. All the stuff I shot was outside the property because I have a visa out here. It's not worth getting, getting um, in trouble for. Outside the property, uh, to the right of it, there's a camping area that was used to be a karaoke uh, area and a camping place. It's all like destroyed and abandoned. And behind, like absolutely behind the property, I'd imagine where the uh, bobsled ride was, the Matterhorn, the fake Matterhorn was, there is a legitimate graveyard behind it. it like it's old school graveyard for Japanese. Dirt, mounds, little wooden plaques, dead bodies. Uh, about uh, five, or no, maybe about 100 meters from the hill that you could look over into um, uh, Nara Dreamland, which now is all rubble, all gone. There's big piles that used to be the stanchions and stuff. And you can see evidence of people that try to get in and stuff, but there's signs in English and in Japanese that say, don't come in here. They use the word metal. Don't metal in here or detectives will come for you, you know? Yeah, that's a... Uh... That's really interesting, especially the actual graveyard thing. That's that's very ominous and creepy. Um, the only theme park I know that has a graveyard right behind it. Yeah, most of the Cedar Fair parks have a fake graveyard in it, um, or not most. Well, they do during uh, their hot nights. But I'm what am I thinking of? Cedar Point, or no? I'm thinking of Kings Island. Maybe I'm thinking of both. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, no, no ones that have an actual graveyard. Um, that's crazy. And so was that was that a fun trip going there? Was it just nothing? Was it interesting? Oh, it's totally interesting because it, like you see what's there now. Like it would be like seeing like the just the, the base and just seeing around the area was cool. But if you're in Japan, 
There's no reason to go. There's absolutely no reason to go. Unless you want to go to NARA. I happen to be there on a day, which, by the way, NARA, they have deer that walk freely because deer are the messenger of God out there. And they have um, um, like 1,000 years of history. So no one touches the deer. They just roam free. And they burned a mountain. That's freaking cool. So I made it like kind of two parts. It was worth seeing, but the deer built, the look, deer burnt a mountain, or the people burnt a mountain. The, pe- the people burned a mountain. I'm sorry. The the beer are not uh, um, ambidextrous with fire. They can't use both hands. I don't know. Anamorphic. They have hooves. Anamorphs. Who oh, they have hooves? They have yeah. You, can, you can't. Yeah, they, they'll kick you in the butt though. You know. It's, yeah, you gotta watch hooves. out for that. They want they want your food, man. They want your food. Anyway, um, uh, Nara Dreamland. Also, um, I don't know if you cover this in the video because this is filmed before. The video, uh, Kunizu Matsuo, uh, Kunizo, Kunizo Matsuo, the guy who um, who jump started the idea in the project. He's got a mock. He had he had a mock partner statue in the park. Did you see that? I have not yet. I I oh. hope Noah found that, and if she didn't, I will find it in place of that. That that's hilarious that he did that. If, if you want to see a great video on um, Anara Dreamland, I highly recommend checking out if uh, if this is Nara, I must be in Dreamland or it must be Dreamland. It shows the park in the mid-90s, and it's really well done. The is this, guy the, is this the, like the, the where they're chasing each other? Oh, no, no, no. That's I saw that in your um, in your teaser clip for, for season two. Mm-hmm. This is just a guy. This is just a guy filming his experience. And it's really, it's really uh, interesting. Now, that's where I got the information. If you, if you went through the haunted house to an exit, you could look up and see the inside of the Matterhorn or the bobsleigh ride huh. that they have there. Wow. Well, I hope that I do this park justice. Um, Scott, uh, thank you so much for talking to me today. Um, if you have, do you have anything else, um, anything else of note, anything else to say? You can just say anything you want. I want to, I want to talk to you just really quickly. Okay. Okay, sure. So, um, uh, just future ideas shooting out there. Do you know about the Chinese park? That's like the ripoff of uh, of Disneyland too. Yes, you with that? yes, I, I I believe I am. There's a spaceship Earth that is only like half a building. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's like if I if I built a building and then I shoved spaceship Earth, the geosphere, into that building, and you could see it from one of the coasters. And that's that's pretty much all I know. I know there was a castle there as well. I can picture it in my head for some reason. Yeah, it's called uh, Shiji Suhan. That's the Chinese name. And literally, the the um, this is before Shanghai. This is back in Beijing. Uh, this place is in Beijing. It's not there anymore. But literally, their motto was Disneyland is too far. Come to Shiji Suhan instead. Huh? Oh, they might have had a Jetstar coaster. There. I'm, Maybe not. I'm, not too sure. I'm not sure. Sorry. <laughs> I, at the time of recording this, I'm also doing an episode on Alton Towers Black Hole, episode two. That was in, excuse me, that was in um, Staffordshire, England, and or Staffordshire, UK, Staffordshire, England. Anyways, um, and I was looking up, I think that's where I found it. There's an old coaster there that was similar to the model used in that uh, coaster, and I think that's where I saw it. But yeah, yeah, I, know what you're, I think I know what you're talking about. You should definitely, if you if you check it out, if you were looking for this park, looking for this knockoff Disney park, put in knockoff Disney China parade, 
and you'll see a bunch of the actors that are in these terrible costumes and they're, they're trying their best, but they're like lifting their heads up because they can't see or they're all holding their giant heads and they're like, yeah, because, you know, it's it's it's, it's maybe the time. I don't know. They, in 2007, Disney was like, yeah, you, you, you can't do that. <laughs> and and so is the park shut down? Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Well, yeah. So well, that, that sounds like it's fun plan. Primed and ready for Defunct Land. That's awesome. Well, Scott, thank um, you so much for joining. Oh, do you have anything else? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm Are you out. sure? I'm Are you sure? I'm I'm open. I'm all ears. Is there any? Is there any? If you, if you were to come to Japan or Asia, what's one part that you would want to see? Because there's a lot of or that's existing or non-existing. Asia in general, I have to go to Shanghai Disneyland, the new one, oh, yeah. um, just to ride that Pirates of the Caribbean ride. I've heard it's spectacular. Um, I've heard it's a great use of screens and projections and projection mapping and i just really want to ride that if i were to go to japan disney sea uh, for sure i really want to experience disney sea um, i would also want to go to universal studios japan i'd also want to go to tokyo disneyland but i think disney sea would be my major experience because it's, it's so different um but yeah that's where that's where i would go uh two things if you go to china remember that um mostly you can't get on facebook you can't get on dropbox you can't get on a couple services because the internet is their internet so just heads up if you ever head to china to do an adventure video or something like that um bring a lot of uh uh excess memory external memory drives so you can keep your stuff and uh, if you come to japan if you ever come to japan Make sure to see more than just the theme parks because there is so much interesting stuff, especially in China too. There's so much more interesting stuff than the theme parks. I know a lot of people like, and and same with plug right here. I do videos about theme parks. Those are the ones that get the most hits. I, I can edit those in like two or three days. But then I love doing culture videos. Absolutely love doing videos about the culture. Like I'm about to put out a video today about Setsubun, the, the demon rice, bean throwing holiday. Those are my favorite because you get to learn about something completely different and it's out of your out of thing. But there are people are like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know that. So why should I care? <laughs> so, <laughs> well, life, I guess. Well, we both started and ended with the bean throwing. So I think that's a good, a good stopping point. And I will link to your channel if you would, if you'd like me to, uh, sure, please. so that they can see all of your adventures in Japan. And Scott, again, thank you so much for coming on today. And, um, to everyone else, uh, thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And thank you for visiting Defunct Land. <laughs>